Welcome to The Life Tonic, a podcast where we explore the sacred connection between our mind, body, and the multiverse. I'm your host, Joanna O, and I will be joined by inspiring thought leaders, creators, healers, and disruptors in their space as we journey through many of life's greatest mysteries and unpack different concepts around alternative health and wisdom to expand our definition of self. I'm grateful you're here. So let's dive in. Tuning in, Sarah is a starseed coach, a divine feminine activation coach, a medium, an empath, telepath, psychic. Is that fair to say? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yep. So we're going to get into all of that today. And through her sessions, she can guide you to learn about past lives and the gifts that we all carry from them, how to activate them, how to navigate this dimension with ease. And perhaps, I guess, there's a secondary point here about unlocking also those lessons and the integration in present lifetime, I suppose. We're opening this channel now. Thank you for that beautiful introduction, Joanna. And yes, uh, to your point, absolutely. Like to start to learn like this. So, so many of us are starseed beings here. And what that means is that you're very sensitive to the density it's, and it can become extremely when the ego has like decided that the density is all there is, then it becomes very difficult and becomes very heavy. And there's a beautiful wave of energy coming through at the moment that is giving this levity and this lightness to this, the human condition, to the human form, so that us as starseeds can start to live with more joy and more freedom to be in our body, to enjoy being here, to really rejoice in the physical form. So yes, absolutely. And then facing the lessons of, of why, because that, that's a really beautiful transformational process when you can face why something's showing up, why pain is showing up in your body and work through that, then you become free from that. It's interesting you say that because I was just thinking about the various ways in which our body communicates to us. And I think a lot of people that listen to this podcast would have come to me at some point to say that they have had either ascension symptoms, which you and I kind of touched on when we first spoke about, um, this doing this podcast together, but the ascension symptoms that can initially feel like you're actually physically ill. And yeah. so what's sitting behind that as a message, but then also how the body can communicate that metamorphosis that can happen when you're growing and changing into the person you always, I suppose we're, we're meant to be right. Yes. Yeah. So that's really important to note about the ascension symptoms that like very basic cold and flu-like symptoms, headaches, things like body aches, confusion, disorientation. They're all ascension symptoms. There's a website, there's ascensionsymptoms.com. You can just read like an, like an avalanche of information there about ascension symptoms. So you, you, your listeners can learn about that and to really start navigating that in a new way. So things that we can do is like drink green juices and have a higher vibrational diet to help usher the change that's happening in the body. So what is actually happening in the physical form is our bodies are changing from a carbon-based life form into a crystalline light body, which will help everyone become a lot lighter in their bodies 
but that process is really hard. You know, it's a very, it's a slow and tough process for the body to go through. Like our DNA is changing. We are transforming, literally, we're changing from the inside out. So it's remembering to have that extra layer of patience and love and compassion, like listen to your body, listen to what it is telling you to do. And at the moment, like I could get tired at 11 a.m. I could wake up at 5.36 a.m. and need a nap at 11. And, you know, I give myself permission to do that because I'm going to be after a 30 minute nap or whatever, 20, 30 minutes, I will feel way more refreshed than if I just try and power on through. And this brings in the divine masculine and the divine feminine energy very, very naturally is that the divine energy in inside all of us wants to come into balance. The, there's a divine masculine and a divine feminine awakening that is happening at the moment. And they want to have the balance. So the balance is the divine masculine realizing, oh, you need to stop and then take the nap is a, you know, it's more passive. And then getting up and having drive and determination and courage to really step into the fullness of your purpose is a very divine masculine strength that can help you realize your goals and start to do the work that you came here to do. And as I'm talking about this, my body, my physical body is starting to heat up. So the heart chakra at the front and the back is really starting to activate. So this is a huge activation point for everyone. So if, if, if you are feeling things when you're watching and or listening to this podcast, know that you are being activated. <laughs> I am an activator. I'm a starseed activator. I also hold the energy and I'm here to usher in this change and the awakening of the divine masculine and feminine energies. So it really helps to recognize those two things you know so when your mind wants to tell you no you've got to go you've got to push you got to like that is a toxic version of toxic masculinity coming into play 100 percent. i think there's two things here so the first is my body's definitely heating up um <laughs> getting like a hot face but i typically get a hot face when i because i'm sensitive to energy like that's where it will first come is to my face Interestingly enough, uh, with the ascension symptoms, I think a lot of people that, like I said, have been, and you would be surprised how much of, how much of the content and how many people from this community have come forward to say, I've experienced this. It's been two years. It's been three years. And you'll have the people that are embracing it and really going with the flow and, and having that curiosity, digging, understanding, learning, listening to the body, which that's a separate point, but we've become so dis disconnected from. But then you have the people that have that resistance and resistance is good. Doubt is good because it means you're asking questions, but you have people that are telling me, I just don't want to do it. I like, how do I go back to the programming? Like, how do I, you're going to love that talking about yeah. that. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. So the first thing that pops to mind is the matrix, right? So it's like, once you've taken the red pill, you cannot go back. And if your soul, if you are bumping up against that much resistance in your soul, just take a break, just relax, go do something fun that like what's got, what's being channeled through is go for a swim, <laughs> hang out in nature, play with your pets. Like just forget about life for a while because what the, what's happening is that's an overwhelm of energy. 
that you're just like, ah, and yes, that's, that's a real thing. Like getting that overwhelmed, the energy that's coming into this planet right now is the most powerful transformational energy that has ever been channeled. And, and it's very important to honor yourself, honor your soul. You know, if you don't want to go on anymore, like sit with that, meditate on that, get into that. And there's a lot of anger in that. There's a collective consciousness around this that as, as children, you know, even like I'm 46 in my generation, there wasn't, I wasn't allowed to be angry. I wasn't allowed to express. It was, I grew up with a very Victorian kind of mindset that I had to conform and I had to be like everyone else and my mom was like why can't you just be like your friends because I was a wild child and a freak of nature my mom didn't know what to do with me you know so that programming it still exists here and we are breaking that programming and actions are very important in breaking that programming in deciding okay cool I am not going to be that way anymore i am going to honor myself i'm going to stand up i'm going to create boundaries harness this divine energy that's within me to shift myself in the knowledge that you're shifting not just for yourself you're shifting the collective because one of our energies affects that affects the whole we are completely connected completely that's so well said i think we kind of skipped through the whole bit where you tell me about your journey or you tell everyone about your spiritual path, but you, am I right in saying, had a very traditional upbringing? So yeah, traditional is one way of, of describing it, yes. As is very common with many starseeds, my, my, the beginning of my life was very tumultuous. Uh, my parents broke up when I was less than two and my mum was a very difficult person to deal with, had bipolar issues and narcissistic, very strong narcissistic tendencies. And so I learned that the world was not safe. I learned that I couldn't trust anyone. I couldn't really, I, I, I learned that there was, it was, it was just very, very challenging. My memory has started to come back. So what you'll find when you get activated and more deeply and deeply activated and connected to past lives, you, my memory started to change. Obviously when we all know, well, some of us know that we get amnesia from our soul. Our soul comes through the portal on the third dimension on earth. We get soul amnesia. So we forget everything. We forget all the awesome things we did in past lives. And then it's a, it's a, a journey of awakening to who you are. And what we do skillfully at a soul level is we plant things and people in our world to activate us so so yes i had a huge i had 21 years of drinking and using tons of drugs i could not stop then i had a huge period of being in recovery of eight years of like purely in aa and that's like healing myself and asking for help that was the biggest thing is that i recognized i had a problem and i asked for help and then that i'm no longer in recovery i've moved on from that and just delving deeper and deeper and deeper into my spiritual journey to share this love and this light that has been shared by so many masters before but i'm not a guru i'm not this i'm just a person i'm a channel i'm a person that craves to help other people feel this energy and just has such, i have such a deep desire that everyone become awakened everyone comes into the fullness of their purpose you you can all live a life of complete joy every single day it is a choice 
And it's like this really strong information came through last night. Um, I did a really beautiful ceremony. It's just like, make a decision. Make a decision that will change your life forever. Whether it's getting help, whether it's getting a psychologist, whether, you know, if you've got really deep trauma, get a psychologist, work with someone to help you move through. If you're wanting to like transform and, and jump, make like quantum leaps in your life, get a coach. Whatever it is, like whomever you are drawn to, just get some help. Get a new mirror that you can really shift where you are and what you're going to do here and decide who are you, what do you want to do here and get to work. Actually, there's a there's sort of a pattern with people that I've spoken to on the podcast who have had a, a very similar journey to some degree in the sense that they would have come from a tumultuous home, a bit like you described it. So a tumultuous beginning and had a period of time in their lives where there was that darkness where you sort of succumbed into the darkness, whether it was because you were not taught how to embrace that part of you to be who you are or whether it wasn't convenient to be who you are in the world that we are in, mm-hmm. in this reality. And then that sort of life-saving moment of awakening. And I always say, this is like your return to self because it's awakening what's always been there. So, so, so true. And that's such a beautiful point to make, uh, Joanna, that the darkness is necessary. The darkness is beautiful. And, and I know uh, they've called me in, in the past, my guides like to call me a treasure hunter for the darkness because it's treasure when you go and face the darkness. So they're showing this really beautiful juxtaposition between the deeper you're willing to go into your shadow and the deeper you're willing to, to really look into all of those things that may block you from your greatness the greater expansion you can have, the greater light you will be able to hold. I know it's scary and I know it can be extremely confronting to look at your shadow self and to do the shadow work. I can tell you for about two years I was doing, the last two years I did the most deepest shadow work on myself and I'm constantly doing some form of work. I work with a coach every two weeks and we have connection between, like I just booked my coach for another year And it's like, I'm willing to show up for that. I need to see myself. What beauty has come to me of late is is rejoicing in our humanness. Like there's pain in the humanness. We get to feel. And that means sometimes it's good and sometimes good and bad don't really exist. But sometimes it's a higher vibrational feeling and sometimes it's a lower vibrational feeling. But they are both essential to each other and completely necessary for our growth and expansion so it's like accepting whatever is happening and the stoics marcus aurelius talks about this he wrote a beautiful book called meditations it's on youtube it's an it's so mind expanding but it he ruled rome for 20 years and he did it with total humility and he succeeded he ruled rome you know and didn't it didn't fall in his reign And he talks about the obstacle becoming the way. The Stoics talk about whatever is in your way becomes your way. And it takes out the drama. It's like takes out the drama. It takes out the the mental programming that I can't do this. So going back, Joanna, to some people like not wanting to do it, it's it's like, okay, so don't do it the way you always did it. 
change and see it as a benefit that you have an obstacle in the way. This is, it is, it's your new way. So it's like perspective changes are so important in growth and transformation is like seeing something in a completely different light than what you would have. So seeing your life is it's in service to you. Everything's happening for you. It's not happening to you. And in, in that way, facing the darkness, facing the shadows is so much easier <laughs> when it can, it, you can come to it with like this more playfulness and a more levity and, you know, more levity in, in facing it. Yeah, it's, it's deep soul work. And I think you have to be ready to go deep. Uh, I've also done some very, some of my deepest shadow work in the past two years, and it's things that have just come up. And had I not had, I guess, the preparedness to uh, sit with those feelings and accepting, you know, and we'll get into sort of the divine feminine and the dark and light and kind of both, because you, I'll go back to what you were saying in the beginning, but you put it really well. And um, I think I read this on your website, you have to be ready to go deep and dance in the truth to see results which I thought was a very poetic way to to put it actually <laughs> I forget writing that but through dancing with the darkness is like bring that bring the lightness to it because it's you've got to remember that it's all an illusion we are living in a, an illusion so you can make it as good or as bad as you want it to be it can be as fun or as intense, or the way we approach it, the way we, the energy that we bring to any situation is what we're going to get out of it. The more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. So it's like, how do you want to live? What life do you want to create for yourself? And it's very, it's very simple. It's simple and it takes effort. It's simple. And when you really surrender is one of the most important things, surrendering to the moment, surrendering to what is, what already exists and forgiveness. Forgiveness is so intrinsic and pertinent to, to come to for the self. It's like when you're saying coming back to self, you cannot come back to self unless you forgive the, the iterations of yourself that showed up in the past that you don't like so much, <laughs> that you may be pissed off at or you that got you into some shit that you really was really painful so going back to those iterations and forgiving like in this new iteration that you're creating going back to those past ones and writing maybe journaling around who were they why did they feel that way what caused that and then realizing that at a soul level you're the architecture of your life you created that life and that lesson for a reason it's like as long as you're pissed at yourself or like angry or like trying to avoid that lesson, you're denying yourself the setup that you created <laughs> to really deepen your journey here. And to, yeah, and to expand. I mean, it's just sending love to those past versions. And I said this to someone else recently on the podcast, if you're looking back at yourself in sort of over, over time, and if you're not, I guess if you're like reacting negatively, to it it means you're not growing that is where we're going to we're, we're going we're creating new earth we're here to create a new paradigm of energy and a new awakening so that we all recognize that we are one so we start behaving in society like you are my soul sister and my soul brother we start loving each other we start 
elevating each other. We start giving to each other. We start, that's where everything, homelessness can be eradicated. We all come together and we, we put like communities join. We are not separate from one another. This entire globe is changing and will change at a fundamental le level when we all know that we are one. That's beautiful. And I think you said the paradigm, this, the paradigm shift that you and I touched on before we even go on this recording session and just that, I suppose, to some degree, the opening of the portal for change that we've been given this opportunity to, to some degree, have a return. I said return to self, but here the return to perhaps the simpler ways of being. And you mentioned community is a big one that it's coming up as an energy, as, as a tendency connection. Uh, but I want you to touch on what you mentioned just before we hit record about the message you were getting from earth and the message that you feel has been communicated to you if you want for 2022 or if you want you can do a span over the past years or the future whatever you want to do yeah so thank you for asking that's a really really beautiful question so there's been many many beings who have had influence over earth benevolent and malevolent and so the 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 high vibrational beings the pleiadians lemurians all the starseed beings the orions the you know all of them lyrans there is so many andromedians and the pleiadians are basically they're bonded more closely with earth they have more we have more i'm um, you know i'm in embodied so i chose to come into body because from the ether we couldn't have as much of an effect so what our common what our common goal is is to share light is to share light for, for everyone to be uplifted in that light and once that gets at a grand mass what happens is that it starts to take over and it starts to en encompass everyone so grid work comes through. So as we grid this light grid, everyone gets touched by the light and everyone gets an opportunity to, to raise their vibration and to be, to come with us to new earth. So 2022 is one of the most potent energy years that they want to talk a little bit about that and then also a little bit about December 2021 because it was a 1221 and there will never ever 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 be this like December last year was one of the most powerful energetic months in the history of humanity because of the the 1221 at or in the US we use the 12 at the beginning and the 21 at the end so it was just like this energy portal it created a huge energy portal for so much wisdom and uh, and the realm the wisdom from other realms to come through like that's what I felt like there was so much energy so much wisdom so much channeling through literally for the benefit of all humans there's no one that's excluded here everyone is included that you have free will you can come if you if you want you must make that choice and you must ask for help those are the things that will help you completely transform who you are, where you're going, and what you're doing here. 
So even if you feel in a hole, you get to decide. 2022 is holding the energy of the age of Aquarius and the full like uprising of all of us together from our hearts, not from the ego or the head or greed or lust or any of those lower vibrational energies. It's from love and togetherness and unity and freedom, true freedom of the soul, where you know that you are not this physical body. You are a soul having a physical experience. And we are also a soul having a shit ton of other awesome experiences and other dimensions. And once we know that, we can channel all that wisdom through from those beautiful high vibrational places. So the fifth dimension and beyond, there's many, many, many dimensions, many. They're infinite. The dimensions are constantly shifting and changing there. And there was one other thing that the Galactics wanted me to channel through is that at one point we were all just one energy. When God, I like to call the energy God. We are all God. We're all, we're all God having a separate experience so that we can know each other. So as we change and show more of our true essence and the, our true authenticity, we learn the more deeper aspects of God. That we learn that God is so deep and so loving as we like let go of greed and you know fighting and war, as we let go of all these lower vibrational energies, we get to the essence of why we're here, which is to recognize that we are all God, we are all unified, and we are all ascending to a greater place together. Wow, that's beautiful because and so synchronistically beautiful because one of my notes to you was, if I remember correctly, unlocking the wisdom of other realms. I always look to the millennium. So the beginning of the millennium up until now, because it's at least in my opinion, a time when we welcomed so much rapid change in so many areas, but looking back at it and sort of tapping into that energy. And again, I want your take on this is it's mainly been driven by this masculine energy. And I'm going here back to the divine masculine feminine because everything is about balance, like you said. And then awaken masculine, which I think, and I like to think we're coming into now, leads with love, leads with integrity, all those things you spoke about through this expression of energy. We heal the wounds to uncover who we are. We are present. We're in tune with our emotions. We're in harmony with the feminine. And we lay down the ego. And I feel like there's such a burden. And it's interesting that you said December 2021, because I really felt it. And I almost felt like going into this new year. And even right now, it's kind of like a lay low phase, because it's about resting, recharging, taking in that energy, because like you said, at the beginning, it is a lot to take in. How do you unpack the harm that's been done by the wounded masculine because there's a lot that is coming up now that ego that sort of drive go 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 mentality Mm. that we're now undoing how how do you see that yeah really beautiful question so what we focus on we create right so to focus on it and to like even lament or even think that it wasn't didn't have a place. It had its place. It's all divine. 
So yes, we needed the imbalance to know that we wanted balance again. I would highly recommend everyone in this entire world <laughs> and podcast to read Conversations of God, book one, two, and three, because these things are addressed in that. You ca we cannot have one thing without the other. We have to not know ourselves to know that we want to know ourselves. There's this, this dichotomy in this world. So yes, there's been a huge imbalance and this huge drive towards this toxic masculinity, which has driven greed and hatred and taking and having some people in this huge sums of people die of starvation when we have more than enough resources, more than enough money, more than enough everything for every single person to be clothed, housed and fed eternally here. Yes, those things have formed an imbalance. And yes, that is how we now know that we want to bring it into balance. So it's like changing the focus to going, actually, it was part of the plan. It is intrinsically beautiful. And we created that for a reason. It's like taking ownership of it rather than feeling like a victim, you know, because that is a, a, I know there's a lot of women out there that have suffered greatly. I'm, I'm one of them from the toxic masculine, from abusive men, from abusive societies, from being maybe verbally or physically or sexually or financially abused by numerous people in, in your life. And that happened for you, not to you. It happened so you could grow, so you could expand, so you had something to work through. Without anything to work through, you don't actually grow. So yes, this energy absolutely wants to come into balance. Everything has changed. The way we live has changed. The way we move through life has changed. There's a lot more online things now. You can choose, like maybe you want to do a meeting on Zoom rather than getting your car and driving an hour or two hours or getting on a plane and going, you can just simplify your life. So rather than giving in to the old paradigm and, and saying, oh, I, I've just got to do that. No, you don't. There's so many other choices. If there is something coming up in your soul that is telling you not to do something, listen, listen to your intuition, listen to that quiet voice inside because it is telling you the truth. That is God inside of you talking to you so it's about becoming super conscious it's about making new decisions it's about listening to your body listening what you're going to put into your body reducing maybe caffeine and sugars and highly processed foods and you know really heavily toxic meats and things like that and like clearing out your system even if it's not forever like maybe go vegan for a little while plant-based whatever it is like clean your system Clean, then your mind can be cleared, bring in meditation, bring in some form of movement practice or yoga practice or start to heal, heal your physical, mental, spiritual bodies because that will help usher in the, this, this balance of, of the divine masculine and the divine feminine that is, it's happening, it's happening. The energy is already happening. So it's really exciting because you can get in the flow and really expand and grow with it or the opposite, the other alternative is that you resist the flow. Either way, <laughs> you get to grow and learn. It just depends on how easy you want to make the process and the journey for yourself. Either way, you're showing the spark to um, light up in your darkness, I suppose. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's just recognizing wherever you're at is perfect. That's been coming through the channel so much in the work that I, that I do with Waking in the Divine Feminine is 
you are perfect exactly where you are right now. You do not need to change a thing. When you, if you want to, life's going to get like more amazing. It's just you're perfect exactly the way you are. So I cannot help but not ask you because I know there's going to be people that are skeptical to this. Uh-huh. How do you get those messages? So say someone coming in to, to work with you, what do you see? How does it come? To, I know we talk about the different clairs and a lot of people, and I do personally believe everybody is psychic and you talked about intuition. Everybody has access to that gift yes. to tap into themselves and to other things and beyond. How does it come through for you? Mm, thank you for asking that. That's awesome. So yeah, just as I, as I'm burping, I don't know if it, anyone can hear it. I'm clearing Hello. it. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of disbelief around this. There's a, there's a lot of disbelief and spirit is guiding me to tell you the setup of how I created this vessel to be able to do this. It's been a, it's been a lifelong commitment of no fluoride in my diet of 20 plus years of meditation and yoga of choosing to be predominantly vegetarian for my life, like eating hugely high vibrational foods, really, really healthy, creating the vessel that is an open channel. So then they helped me form a very, very strong spiritual basis and a spiritual kind of barrier, if you like this, and very positive, like all of the light. So I am only of the light. Nothing can come through my channel except the light because I do not stand for the darkness anymore. I did. I entertained that in my life, but with the cleansing of toxic substances from my world, it created this container that spirit goes. So anytime I'm opening my mouth in front of people or an opportunity to share or or teach or just enlighten people about any information that the desiring spirits like, okay, cool. They know I'm up for it, for it. And they're just like, just, just, just channel it through. So the work that I get words, I get feelings, um, energy shows up in my body as we felt earlier. Like I get tingles, my shins sometimes tingle, my shoulders can tingle. When I'm working with people, I can get pains in areas of my body that indicate different things. I, I love the Louise Hay Heal Your Body book. I reference that a lot because it can teach like what does the jaw stand for? What does um, the legs stand for? What are hands or shoulders? What, whenever pain is like lighting up in my body is, a, is an indication of something that can help the person that I'm working with. And so, yes, I hear things. I see things. I see visions. I am all the Claire's, which, is, which has been a lot to navigate in my life, clairaudient, clairvoyant. So I can see into the future and also into the past. I don't do that for people at all because I believe in the creation of the now. I believe whatever you believe in the now, whatever you hold in your mind's eye and see happening is what you can create. You're the master creator of your own existence. So yes, yeah, so in the work, it's about dealing with the now, what needs to clear in the now to open you to the most wisdom, the deepest wisdom that's already in your own soul you just don't know it yet. Or maybe you know some of it, or maybe you've always felt it. And then it's like, okay, let's get access to that. Let me be the mirror so that you can really step into that power. I'm so glad you said that because I think it clears just some of the stigma 
around how this work is perceived. And recently I was having this conversation with somebody else um, specifically about the Claire's and when you go into working with people as a healer, as a guide, and how being the vehicle, being well, welcoming the, through your vessel, welcoming these messages through your channel for people can be quite challenging because we have this obsession with the future, right? Um, and so few of us are willing to do what we just described, sit with the past, well, with the wound, sit with those emotions and look into the now because it's actually a 360 if you think about I mean that's how I look at it from my perspective when I sit with myself I'm like this is a 360 overview of 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 me of my being and I think what I was saying was you know you can get a clear image sometimes um just like when I asked you now with with the message that you're getting maybe you're getting like a really clear image Maybe you're getting, I think a lot of people as part of the whole Ascension Symptoms wave that's coming through now, people talking about it more, you get the sounds. Um, so the Claire audience, and sometimes there are times when you don't get anything. And I think the message with that is you just not meant to be seeing that in that particular moment that often has to do in my experience with the future you know it goes back to this idea of being obsessed with you know what's next and that's not healing yeah so true and guides often say no no message is a message Mm. so I know that this is a very common thing when you're starting out on your spiritual path that the frustration around not hearing and the more there's frustration, there's the less there's hearing because it's the ego saying you're not good enough, you can't do this. So there's in that instance, if you are bumping up against that in your journeys, feel into that and go into a meditative state. As soon as you're bumping up against that, oh my God, I'm not hearing any messages, just go into your meditation and do more meditation and A lot of people might be experiencing waking up at weird hours of the morning. Meditate. If you are being woken up at 2.30 or 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning, wake up, meditate. Meditate in your beds because the veil is really thin at that time. And you can really tune into much higher frequencies of energy and also like a fabric of there's a fabric of divinity that really comes through on a much deeper level when the majority of people are sleeping and there's all us crazies like meditating, but you know, like it is really special and really divine. Like some people, I, I know some people wake up at three 33 in the morning. And that's again, it's such a godly hour. Three, three, three is the ascend, like the expression of the ascended masters. So if you are experiencing that sit and meditate, if you don't know how to meditate, I do a meditation group every Tuesday night, <laughs> but also it's just sitting and, listening to your breath can focus on your the place where your third eye is which is in between your your forehead and just sit and breathe and meditate it, it's it's very very simple and i know so many people will just say i can't do it i have been trying and trying and trying in my journey i tried to meditate for 12 years <laughs> but i still kept doing it i still kept practicing And then I did a lot of Osho retreats and a lot of like dynamic meditation to really like clear out the the programming of the ego that told me that what I was doing was wrong. 
And then I got really touched by the energy, got touched by Osho's like purity. And I felt the stillness of his energy field. And I, my meditation practice started to deepen. But literally, I tried for 12 years and I really don't feel like I, I ever really meditated for 12 years of my journey. Wow. So, yeah. So if you, if you feel like, you know, it's not working, just do 10 minutes or 20 minutes a day and build it up maybe take a break sometimes, maybe do five minutes, but commit to yourself to doing meditation every single day and watch how your mind transforms because it really does give you the break from life, the, the, the like removing yourself from this reality, this illusion. Yeah, that's, that's beautifully said. And I think sometimes, yeah, it goes back to this idea of resistance and the, the ego and also the fact that, and I wasn't going to touch on this, but I feel like now I have to, um, just to what degree we've commoditized all of these things or not we, but they are being commoditized. And so a lot of people also who listen to this podcast tell me, well, I don't fit into this framework of the person who meditates or the person who does yoga because we are shown this image of what it is supposed to look like. And I always say, you know, when you say meditation this is really good because especially at night, it, it's those liminal spaces, right? You're not looking to do anything extraordinary, although it is extraordinary. You're just laying in your bed. And when people say, well, I can't do that. You know, I can't get my, my mind to quiet. I think it's a good add-on to say that sometimes going in a group to do that or doing that with a coach mm -hmm. is really beneficial. Even like psychic circles, you know, like mediumship, whatever you want to call it, where you are encouraged to journal, to say what you saw, to like put it into words, mm -hmm. even if it doesn't mean anything to you at that point in time. Yeah. So it's tricky because we have these ideas, again, these preconceptions. Yes, indeed. It's about trusting your own channel and trusting that you, you only came here to create yourself. So it doesn't matter about anyone else's paradigm. It doesn't matter about anyone else's idea of spirituality. It just matters about yourself. Like Christ always said, I am in you. You have a direct line to God, to spirit, whatever you want to call it, source, universal energy of love, you have a direct line of energy to source through here, through your third eye. And when all the noise is shut down, all the, uh, like all the limiting belief systems, all of those things are gone. There is just truth left. And in the truth is complete peace and complete silence. That is the truth of every single being here. There is literally on other dimensions there is no motion at all there is just stillness and there is a, that there's that stillness that wants to really anchor on this plane on this planet because from that like when you create peace in your own heart you create peace in the world <laughs> and that is a really important aspect of why we are all here we are all here to help each other to get to that place of pure internal peace yeah. Wow. And we've had the chance to have you on the podcast now <laughs> sharing your wisdom. But I think, I mean, I told you at the beginning that, you know, I always said this intention that the person who comes on the podcast is here to share this mission. I know you felt this as well. You're here to share the message and this is just a vehicle, right? It's just a vehicle of education, of knowledge. 
And that's what we're here to do is to ask those big questions to challenge. I always like to say challenge opinions and the sort of dogmatic thinking that's just not cutting it anymore <laughs> in this world that we're stepping into. So I suppose to round up, you guide people, we said, to get in touch with their higher life purpose, to yes. resonate with people. You just said that who are at a vibration, at, at a vibrational, that are a vibrational match and therefore open them up and open as you open yourself up to new experiences and just broaden, I guess, who you attract in your life but also who's going to ultimately benefit your growth. So this was like a really long intro, but to round up, how can people connect with you? How do you work with people on a personal level and learn, how can they learn more about the topics that we went into today? Mm, beautiful. Thank you. Uh, so I have a website. It's sarahjstrong.com. It's Sarah with an H, J for Joanne, S-T-R-O-N-G.com. You go to forward slash offerings for the offerings. I do do a starseed activation workshop, which is a two-hour workshop, and awakening the divine feminine workshop is also two hours. And then I do deep dives of both of those programs as well. So they're either a five or eight-week course, and we go really deep into the energy and with the divine feminine awakening, it's more about looking really internally and challenging what's going on physically, mentally, spiritually with the feminine and clearing any blocks out that will help raise you into the divine. And the starseed activation is crazy, amazing, where you will get activated in your starseed energy. I mean, it works in tandem with waking in the divine feminine as well. And then I do do one-on-one -on -one journeys and I am holding two retreats this year as well. One awakening Awakening the Divine Masculine, that becomes a tongue twister, saying it so much, um, which is in March this year, 24th to the 28th. And Awakening the Divine Feminine is the 12th to the 16th of May, both here in Phoenix. Amazing. I'll so, link anyway, I'll link all of this in the show notes so people can actually access. And also, I guess, some of the references that we made today that could be quite beneficial. But I feel like I have to ask if there's anything that you feel hasn't been said. So one, one main point that spirit loves me to share is, and that's channeled through so much is that every single one of you has a diamond within you, whether you are feeling fed up with life or where the feel you're feeling super joyous and you're moving forward. And regardless, if you feel like you're on path, not, in your fullest highest purpose or not it does not matter you have this diamond within you that once you find it and you search for it and then you start to shine it once you shine that diamond within you it becomes so bright that it will shine from your heart out into your world and beyond and it will absolutely uplift you and change the way you see your life forever that's beautiful and uh, I remember, I hate to say this because it sounds like a buzzword filled phrase, but diamonds are made under pressure. So, it's so true. So that's very relevant. I think it's very relevant overall, the fact that for this year, but also beyond, beyond that we're working a lot with the heart space. Um, and that's something that's been coming up for me is 
really from the healing that has been done, the healing that we need to do our own inner work to brighten up the collective. It's exactly that magnetic energy that I'm getting when you work with the heart chakra, with the heart space. Yeah. Yeah. We do a lot of the Kundalini awakening as well. That happens in the divine feminine. That's a more gentle energy. Also coming into, in the retreat space is doing a wild activation of both and really coming into the strength of those energies. A lot of that, the energy can be seen as, you know, the feminine can be seen as weak, but we get to be strong and soft. There's this really beautiful energy that's been channeling through is um, I'm going to write it down. I, I said it in my workshop on Saturday and um, it's like a poem. It's so beautiful that channeled through. So it's about being, and for the masculine, it's about being strong and, and soft. This is, the, but in, in both of their energies, I really want to come through like more expanded in the mind and, and heart. And then this balance between the stronger and softer energies. Yeah, the polarity that balances really. That's beautiful. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for listening today and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to check out the show notes if you wish to explore the themes of today's episode a little further as well as learn more about my inspiring guest. I'd love to connect with you and hear your thoughts about what you enjoyed on the podcast. Please be so kind as to leave a review, subscribe, and share with anyone you think would benefit from today's episode. Till next time.